Every episode of The Angry Chicken is made possible by our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash tack. For more of Jocelyn's content, check out jossplays.com. And if you can't get enough of Ridiculous Hat, follow him over on Twitter at Ridiculous Hat. The Angry Chicken is a production of A-Move TV. Time's up. Let's do this. You face Jaraxxus. You smell like a leopardome. I knew it. So hot. A podcast about Hearthstone and Battlegrounds. This is The Angry Chicken. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 501 of The Angry Chicken. I am your host, Ridiculous Hat. Anchoring this week, Josh still out, working through some stuff, but we have a very special guest, a new buddy, is joining us. We've got <laughs> Slissa. Hello, Slissa. Hi, how are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? How's life in the new BG's world? Oh, it's crazy. It's, I mean... Yeah, I, I think crazy is the best best word I could use to describe Battlegrounds right now. <laughs> it's I feel like they saw you jump into pools like, how can we make this happen more often? Let's just shake some stuff up. Yes. Um, well, listeners, we have a BG's packed episode this week. There's there's a lot of news that happened everywhere in Hearthstone, but I want to talk to Joss about the new standard expansion. So prepare for a lot more card talk and next week. When Joss is back, we're going to talk about the new expansion, we're going to talk about the new patch, all the stuff that changed, but this week, we have a lot of BGs to work through, and so that's really going to be the focus of this week's episode. But, a little bit of standard talk. Before we get to that, we do have to thank our epic patrons. Josh H., our newest patron, thank you so much for supporting us. You can become a TAC patron by going to patreon.com slash TAC, and it gives you access to the TAC Discord server. Let's not waste any time here. We got a lot to work through. We're going to jump right into the news. Good news, everyone! Oh, no. oh, man. I feel like last week they did nothing, and this week they're like, now we're just going to do everything. <laughs> yes. It's, they, so there's a new expansion announced, the Festival of Legends. For the people that were not as connected to all the Warcraft stuff that happened this past year, because all the expansions for a while have been really lore-focused right. on WoW. Because what they did uh, Sunken City and Nathria and... and Marshall Lich King, it's all really big story beats. It's just a music festival. Yeah, I'm actually really happy about that because I don't come from the World of Warcraft lore, so I don't know a ton about it while my husband does. But uh, something like a music festival and seeing all the different uh, heroes linked to different music types is kind of cool. Though I don't agree with a lot of them, but we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's. I was a little surprised. Well, some of the, I mean, some of them just seem perfect. Uh, Demon Hunter is emo. That seems pretty yep. perfect. But yeah, everyone I've talked to is like, why isn't Warlock disco? That's like a mechanical oh. link. Why is Warlock classical? Like what? That right? That's that's a classical one. It's I, uh, strange. Yeah, I would say most of them were strange to me. There was like three I, I agreed with. <laughs> well, like a Death Knight is death metal is pretty, like yeah, that's a gimme. That's a low-hanging fruit. And Hippie Druid, like, all right, I feel that. But I don't feel Hunter. Folk Hunter, music. they said is folk music. What? Mm. What would you do for Hunter? 
Hunter. Um, not folk. Uh, to me, like Hunter is more aggressive, more um, like warrior got rock. I could see Hunter getting rocked too. Maybe, Maybe Hunter should be like Scott. Hunter should be Scott. I guess Hunter gets Scott. No, you don't think so? No, Priest should have gotten Ska because some people hate and love Priest and some people hate and love Ska. <laughs> okay, I follow that logic. And then you can give pop to Hunter because Hunter is always popular. There we go. See? Okay. They should have contracted okay. you for this. I know. That's okay. It's all right. But <laughs> still, I love the vibes going on here. Uh, Leo, the the uh, design lead on this set, did a really fun video where he like dressed up in the different genres. That was really enjoyable. Um, and just, uh, you can tell the Hearthstone team is totally vibing out about the set um that they're all really excited about it yeah it's, it's it's very fun to see so i like it it's very i guess like well i feel like the theme is super cool something they seem to really enjoy but i mean when you were playing a lot of standard they that was when hearthstone started to do the weird hearthstone stuff that like i remember league of explorers everyone was pick trying to figure out what are they going to do and they're like oh we'll just make something up and one night in Karazhan is like, all right, let's go back to a wild place, but make it sparkly and disco and all that. And they were really exploring yeah. their own identity. And then it feels like the last couple of years, they kind of went back to the classic wow stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like for me, when they were doing stuff like that and they were doing, um, oh, what did they do? There were certain times where they were doing um, Horde versus Alliance. And I'm like, I don't know what character is which because I didn't play. So I don't, I don't even know and so I kind of like that they're exploring just more fun stuff again. Yeah. Curious to see what this year looks like in terms of all three expansions, how they lay them out. Because we seem to go every other year, it's connected and then individual. And last year was more lore connected. The year before, we had the arc with the mercenary characters. I wonder what they'll do this year if they're all just going to be kind of freeform like this one. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. You think so? Well, we'll see. Uh, we did get some new keywords. Finale is the set's keyword, where if playing a card with finale spends all of your mana, if it's the last thing you do on any given turn, you spent all your mana, then it does something a little bit extra. Really fun mechanic, really rewards smart sequencing. Uh, and there's also, there's a new class keyword. I think this is actually pretty important. Priest is getting a new evergreen addition to their class identity. This is the new priest class keyword starting in not just Festival Legends, but also core sets. It's called Overheal. Minions with Overheal, they trigger a special effect when they're healed above their max. It works even if they're at full health. So this is something that Priest has always struggled with. What happens when I have healing and nothing is damaged? Because the traditional Priest play is turn two, emote, the light shall burn you, and heal the opponent. That's always what Priest has done when they don't have anything to do. So yeah. now with Overheal, you can play something with Overheal on one and then Overheal on two and something will happen. I bet all the priest haters out there are very upset about this. They just want to delete priests, and they're like, oh, no, no, no. Let's just make priests better. <laughs> or at least different, right? Because priests has been the butt of jokes for a long time. They've redone the core set more than once, and then they yeah. had to give it a whole new mechanic with the shadow stuff, which I think worked out pretty well. I'm really curious to see how large this rework is in the core set as well, because it seems like a big deal. Yeah, it seems spicy. I'm a fan. We know that they love spicy changes. It's, I had penciled in two hot peppery emojis for this year, but I think we're already at three, and we have the opportunity to go even higher. 
So there are a bunch of other mechanics here. Uh, harmonic spells that swap back and forth between harmonic and dissonant. Some flavor writer had fun with that. There are soloists that do something special when they're the only minions in play. And the new legendary uh, that is in the client right now, it's called ETC Band Manager. It's a little complicated. This is a 4-mana 4-4. When building your deck, you assemble a band of three cards. And when you play him, you discover one. In Magic, this is called a sideboard. It's actually called the same thing in this game. When you're building your deck, you pick three extra cards. They have to match the same rules of your deck. If you're playing DK, it's got to match your runes. You can't add extra copies of anything. But they're not actually in your deck. And then when you play this, you go and pick one. You get a little bonus choice. Little three extra cards. You kind of build your own Zephyrus. This is great for tournaments, for, you know, there's certain cards you just need specifically for Rogue or specifically for Priests, and you don't need them all the time. For example, like a, a Weapon Breaker. You, you just don't need those versus Mage and whatnot, so I think that's pretty awesome. You sound like a real-life standard player right now. You know, I did play it for many years. <laughs> you did? I, I mean, weren't you, like, ranked 2 Legend? Isn't that, it's pretty good. Oh. At one point, yes. <laughs> I remember. You told Gary that. I saw that video. I did. Yes. I did. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. Like, the flexibility here seems valuable, though the cost is pretty high. It's from this card being out a couple days. It doesn't look like this is the next coming of Renathal. It's not completely warping standard, but it's a fun card. Cool to have around. New deck building mechanic. Uh, we also got a little bit of a preview. This is kind of a big deal. They have completely redone how signature cards look and work. And... Signature cards were, I mean, you saw the last ones, they looked like tombstones. And we felt like that was by design, but they were really hard to tell apart in the board. It was just one tone. They look so different now. Audio listeners, I'm, I can't really relay to you how much of a rework this is, but they're full art frames, very colorful, only have the name on the bottom, no card text. You actually hover over the card to see the card text. They are gorgeous. It's like if you had a poster on your wall of your yeah. favorite band. That's what your card is now. It's just the poster. Yeah, that's actually that's maybe that was a maybe that was a purpose. Maybe that was a thing. Yeah, I mean, it, I I don't know. I feel like I it's it's way better, right? Like the, the previous yeah. one, pre- previous signature. When they play the card, I'd have to hover over it to look at what it is because. It looked nothing like the real card. It was so muted and dull. These look interesting. I don't know if I love it still, but maybe if I were playing and saw it in play, I might change my mind. It's it's clear that they heard our feedback at the very least, and it's clear that they made big changes and big improvements. Yeah, I, I could definitely see myself being like, okay, Pyros is my favorite card art. I want the signature for that because I just love the full card art of Pyros. So yeah. I, I could see it. It seems like it's a lot closer to what people were envisioning when they thought full art cards. Uh, and it's also worth noting there are some system level changes. You can disenchant these now. The same disenchant value as a golden legendary. So if you really don't like these, you don't have to keep them anymore. Right now, you get it, you get it. It's still an upgrade from a common, but some people are like, I'm just never going to play with this. I'd rather have the base legendary. You can go get that now. Uh, and the you will just open these the same way you did before, where they're just randomly in packs. But they're no longer part of the Mega Bundle. And signature packs have gone away to be replaced with just the regular golden packs. Basically, 
everything is going back to the way it was, except sometimes you'll high roll one of these in a pack. Okay. Like it. Really glad they listened to the feedback, and uh, we'll see what further improvements they make. And that's uh, that's the announcement for the expansion. We also got a very large patch, the 25.6 patch. Now, keep in mind, a lot of this is BGs related, so we're going to talk a lot about this when we get to BGs, because they made foundational changes to the modes rules. Talked about ETC already. <laughs> um, there is a cool like event track where you get to pick a headliner. Who'd you pick? I picked the mage. Mix Queen Ajari. Y- you have to. Jam Kingdom, you have to pick the queen. I'm curious what which one was picked the most. The uh, druid, the queen, or uh, is the third one warrior? Yeah. He's warrior, right? Rocker Rokara, okay, yeah. Flower Child Lunara, and Mix Queen Ajara. It's, Ajara's the first one. And the mage. Mage is always the most popular, so I wouldn't be surprised if, if she was the winner. Um, that's definitely who I picked. But whoever you didn't pick, listener, don't worry. You can get them in the shop in 26.0. You can buy them. You're not stuck with just one forever. Uh, but for the event track for now, it's a free skin for the next two weeks. So just finish your quest and you can get it. Nice. There is also a new battle bash coming. Finally, more Corgi cosmetics. The fans' cries have been answered 10 Corgi Cup-themed items, an epic strike, an epic board, five different skins, a... Is that a Corgi bartender? Oh, it better be. Is that Corgi I haven't Bob? looked at these yet, if I'm being honest. I, you know, there's so many cat things in Battlegrounds. That's fine. I like cats, but I'm a dog owner, so I've always wanted more dog stuff. A dog Man. enthusiast, I'd say. Once you had three dogs, like, that's a that's a lifestyle choice. It, it is. My neighbors definitely see me as the crazy dog lady. They, I watch, walk my dogs twice a day. They're, they walk you. They're very energetic. Yes. So this is coming March 21st, and I am definitely interested because there are so many adorable corgi things going on here. Like, just the little emotes. That corgi side eye, I'm here for just the corgi side eye. Yeah, I need the corgi emotes now. Soon. Add to my happy cow collection. <laughs> yes, it's so hard to pick emotes now. I definitely am feeling the six emote cap because there are so many that I want to run. Like, I don't know when I would use pizza Sylvanas, but I want my opponent to see Sylvanas eating a slice of pizza on a routine basis, and I don't know where to fit that into my life. I only use three, so I could use a few more, actually. <laughs> so what, you're on happy cow? Do you still have Murloc Wave? No. I have Sad Cat. Mm. Maybe those are the only two I use. Happy Cow, <laughs> Sad Cat. So we need yeah. another emotional animal. It's very clear that we need more emotional animals. Yes, yes, definitely. Well, March 21st, it's coming. As a reminder for the Battle Bash, uh, you buy it, you get... you. Everyone gets one hit for free. If you buy it, you get two more. And then every top four, you get another hammer, up to seven to unlock everything. And you have... Uh, you have a few weeks to finish that. Usually it's three weeks, I think, to get seven top fours. All right. Well, a lot of other stuff changed. So let's make sure that we talk about the non-BGs things, or at least the bugs, because there were a couple bugs. So first of all, uh. you had an Android, a Pixel phone, and it wasn't working before. It's working now. 
they fixed Enhanced Omecano, where it buffed Magnetic Minions. Then you would magnetize it, the ability would go away. They fixed that. There were some issues on launch day through yesterday with disconnects. And with Ugh. we have Slissy here as our special correspondent on the field. What was going on? Because your first day, you were miserable. I do not tilt. Like, if you watch my streams, I am what you would consider one of the least salty streamers, I would say, of Hearthstone. I was miserable. I actually went behind the scenes and asked the devs of Hearthstone to shut down Battlegrounds if they weren't going to have a fix within the minutes. That is how annoyed I was of this disconnect issue. Because what was happening was uh, players were disconnecting as they were entering the combat phase. And then you wouldn't see the combat, which is actually fine sometimes. Like sometimes you just want to get back to the shop and shop, whatever. But most of the time you couldn't get back into the shop until like 10 seconds till your next combat. And so by the time you got back... There was no time to purchase anything. And then there's this lag issue. So you couldn't play anything. And then all of a sudden you're into your next round. And you're just like, but I didn't do anything. And this was happening almost every game for me. Certain games, it didn't happen. It was chaos. I lost my mind. (laughs) You, you, You can swear in this show. You can say my shit. You can say that. I almost said my shit. And I was like, I don't know. I'll say my mind. (laughs) It's. I appreciate your diplomacy, but I said it for you. Uh, yeah, it's. it reminded me a little bit of that issue we had a couple expansions ago in Lobby Jail, where just some lobbies, the server would just fail, and you would be stuck. This yeah. time, you weren't stuck, which almost made it worse, because you could see yourself and what you could have done. And the other one, yeah. you were just stuck in the reconnect screen, and nobody got anything. This, like, you could see things not function, which is way worse. Way worse. Yeah, and, and you don't know if your opponents are getting back and reconnecting sooner because maybe they have better internet than you or something. You know, if you're streaming, you're using a lot of bandwidth. So you're just like, oh, it was it was so miserable. But they fixed it. Was, it. Yes. They Did they fix it, it yesterday or today? Like, I know today you were fine. I scrubbed through your body. Well, they it fixed fine. it. The, I think they fixed it day of, like it, by okay. that night. Because by... That night, like late night, I played a game and I didn't have an issue. Early, and then I woke up at like 3 a.m. and played a game and Oof. didn't have an issue. So I think they fixed it relatively fast, but not like, I think it took maybe like six hours or something. In the grand scheme of things, that's fast. Thank you very much for Hearthstone Live Ops team for working through the night and taking care of it. Um, but also my heart goes out to all the content creators that wanted to play the new content and instead got a frustration simulator. Yeah, because that was the other thing, too. You're a content creator, right? Your job is to make content. You need to get good games through YouTubes and whatnot. And then you're like, well, if I quit and all the other streamers are still trying, then they're going to get the content before me. And then you're just like, I got to keep going. I got to keep pushing and trying to make this. Losing my mind. You got a lot of good facial expressions for YouTube thumbnails. Whenever you need frustration thumbnails, just scrub through that VOD. You got it covered. Yeah, yes, a lot of yes, really 100%. organic responses. Very organic. Uh, there are also there are a couple couple small bugs that are still out there. So mobile players in particular, you can't listen to music or podcasts in the background right now. There is a bug with uh, with background audio. So they temporarily disabled Hearthstone's ability to play audio in the background from other apps while the while it's open. They know about it. They're gonna fix it. 
but there are a lot of mobile players out there that love listening to music or podcasts while they play. And I heard from a bunch of them, like, this is a bigger issue than I think the team might have realized. And it is also cross-platform on both iPhone and Android right now. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're not playing at the same time. And I mm. apologize for that. <laughs> same. Yeah. Gosh, this directly impacts my livelihood. Blizzard, please help. Yes. It'll it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Everyone will catch up later. They're, they're going to come here to listen to you. It's worth it. This, this is better than a couple lobbies. Yeah, I feel that I had a viewer say, you know, I always play Battlegrounds as I'm rocking my baby to sleep. But I, so I have to play, you know, music on the background. I, he plays mm. it from his phone. He plays lullabies. And he's oh, like, that's I can't sad. play Hearthstone anymore. That's really sad. Yeah. Man. Well, I know they'll fix it soon. So yes, keep an eye out for that fix. It, it. it will take a client fix. So I'm not sure if they're going to ship an emergency patch order for we'll have to wait three weeks for 26.0. But we'll see what happens we don't have a timing on 26.0. That's just my projection. Not official. Don't quote me. Uh, Denathrius is temp banned right now because I guess buddies and quests don't get along at the moment. So they're working on that because um, they both take up the same spot. It's, yeah. The same you spot? Well, the, you see the quest in the left, right? Where the buddy button is? Oh, is that the issue? I don't know, but that's my guess that they've never had buddies and quests at the same time, right? Right. That's my theory. Okay. I'm very sad that he's... What What did they say? He's resting? You go into the... Um, <laughs> if it you says go into resting. the... Um, collection. Yeah, the collection for skins for Battlegrounds, you'll, you can see Sire Denathrius is resting. Uh, so... <laughs> but I'm very sad that he's resting because his buddy looks so interesting. What does his buddy do again? He gives you... Battlecry give you a sack of gold. And so my guess is it's this card that is a spell that when you play it, you get eight gold coins into your hand. Mm. And since it's a Battlecry, you can get two sacks <laughs> into your hand with Bran. <laughs> and then that's 16 gold. And then remember, there's three buddies, so you can do that three different times. So that's, that's a, a lot, lot of gold. sacks. And so many. Yeah, lots of sacks. <laughs> mm. Something about that makes me uncomfortable. What about golden balls? Do you like the uh, golden balls in Battlegrounds? <laughs> I mean, they they kind of go hand in sack. I don't know. Hand. <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, so with the with Denathrius, buddy, you actually discover a quest. And then when you complete the quest, you get an eight gold coin pouch. Yeah, that's the reward. Okay. Because most times when you your quest is, you know, do something like attack 10 times and then you get a reward. The reward is the gold. So how would that work? You can't have two quests. That, I guess you can have two quests. So when you brand, you would just get two mm -hmm. quests and then you'd have to get it to get both of your sacks. That, that's my guess. But, you know, I haven't got to test it. <laughs> Seems complicated. I'm not surprised that there were some unintended, unexpected interactions here because there's just a lot going on. It's, you're going to oh. run out of space over the hero. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a Christmas tree for sure. Mm. Well, hopefully he'll be back soon. Uh, also, there is a very strange bug for those of you Battlegrounds completionists. If you've completed every regular daily, every regular weekly, every event quest, every BG weekly, then you can't open the journal, and if you open the BG's rewards tab, you crash the client. So if you've done everything, 
and then you try and check in your rewards, you'll crash. But, easy fix, leave one quest. Just leave one daily, you'll be fine. Do you know how many OCD people are crying when you say this? Just leave yes. one up? Like, no. No, I must finish these quests. They're sitting here. I need I mean, the gold. You remember when a notification icon in the client for a month was bringing people existential pain? That floating oh, red exclamation mark. Yeah. Oh, I cannot stand a red dot anywhere. I check my emails throughout stream. And I don't respond to people because I need to get rid of that red dot. I look at it, I get rid of it, and I forget about it because I was streaming when I saw it. <laughs> I hate it. You're going to have to either float a quest or not do your, not check your rewards. Will you tell me, are you the type of person who has like 800 unread emails and 800 Discord notifications? Oh, no. no okay, good. Dry, it's, it, sometimes when Brian Kibler is the worst that I know about this, he will post yes. pictures mm -hmm. of it in books inbox with like 11,000 unread emails. And I don't yep. get as many emails as Brian Kibler, but that's still like physically painful. It's it's truly painful. I wonder how many like business things he's totally just missed on. It, he's doing all right. So I don't know. He's but, doing fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's that. It, that's not the life I lead. I am a wake up in the morning and deal with my notifications kind of person. Uh, so yeah, I was the same way as you. Whenever I saw that red, red exclamation, I would click it instinctively every time. And then like yeah. I would check my phone and then look up without moving in the Hearthstone screen and check it again. Oh, wait. Yeah, of course, there's nothing there. And it got yeah. to the point where I had achievements that were done and I wasn't checking because I assumed it was fake. It got me twice. I could see that. <laughs> Well, that's not there. Listen, just leave one quest, everybody, and you'll be fine. And if you've completed the rewards track already, I mean, usually people that play as much as you do, so let's say you completed the BG's rewards track in like three weeks, if not sooner. Yeah, I think it was definitely like a week or so. Yeah, right. I, I underestimate how much you play, especially when new content comes out. Um, yeah. So it's not like you're going to be going in there anytime soon, so it should be fine. No, it's fine. Yeah, for me. I'm sorry yes. for you people. <laughs> what do you mean you people? You people who don't play 10 hours a day. <laughs> Probably healthy. Well, it is now officially BG's o'clock. Gosh, we have so much to talk about. Let's jump right in. Have a good battle, friend. Where do we start? Okay, so first, they changed starting health totals. That's a new they thing. Did. They like, did, yeah. 30 instead of 40, except for Patchwork. He's fine. Patchwork is the same. But mm -hmm. everyone else starts at 30 instead of 40. There's no longer an armor tier. Because before, they were in these buckets that no one remembered which tier was what. And they had to break it out of the patch notes finally. Like, this is actually a buff. This is actually a nerf. Because I had no idea. wasn't even listed on the website now. Every hero has a specific amount of armor, and it's on the website. Always the same value, and you can see it on the website. Love that. Love that. Yes, it's important. There's times where, <laughs> at least recently, I've been like, wait, am I strong or weak? Have I been taking damage? Or and I'm like, wait, well, I don't even know where I started from. And then I have to go look. Like, where does, uh, you know, Alakir start from? Because you just don't know. But yeah, it's all in this table Reveal table. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. This huge, this know. huge table that has every hero's armor listed, all their buddy tiers. And what's really interesting as well, there are a few that have asterisks. There are some heroes that specifically perform well at higher MMRs or lower MMRs that have different armor totals based on your rating. So, oh. Dance and Daryl in higher MMR lobbies gets worse. Any Storm Coil gets gets better in higher MMR. She gets three more armor. Maiev has less armor because she's better at higher MMR. Patches the Pirate uh, has more armor at higher MMR. And Ysera has more armor. So the tribal-specific ones that really perform well for players that are a little less experienced get more armor at your MMR. Whereas heroes like Daryl and Maiev, which get much better when you know what you're doing, end up getting their armor tuned down so they don't overpower the lobby. I think that's really I- cool. Yeah, yeah, because there is some big discrepancies, right? There's so many times where I'm like, why does this hero have so much armor? It's such a good hero. But then you realize, you know, if you're in the top 1%, like you're not the majority, you're not who they're catering to. So it's nice to see that they actually are going to cater to like the 1% and the 50%, right? With little tweaks like that. Do you think... That uh, like Jandis or Lich uh, Bajial should have been on here because those are the ones that I hear about a lot. Jandis in particular are really high ratings. Yeah, Jandis and Lich Baz is is it Bazhile? How do you say? It? I just call it Lich B. Um, yeah, they're both one. extremely good at high MMR because uh, higher MMR knows how to really ab- abuse their hero powers and like abuse taking damage. Um, but lower MMRs, I can definitely understand why they're. The skill cap of those heroes are so high. So, yeah, I could see them being on this list eventually. Because Lich Bosile does not need armor. <laughs> no. It's my, I, I have a very specific scientific rating system. I use my J-Correct radar. Whatever he's tweeting about, I'm like, all right, they should probably do something about that at high MMR. Oh, yeah, J-Correct. The other thing, too, is I wonder if in the future they would change armor based on what minion types are available oh they could do that for example jandis you know is amazing with murloc elemental beasts but if those three aren't in what is she i don't know she's doing (laughs) yeah like i she's not you can cycle a couple battle cries but she's really there for econ stuff right like it's for econ battle cries like alley cat in particular is kind of the notable example Yep, Alicat is really good with her because that will help you get, um, if you get Alicat on turn one, then you can get two five drops quite quickly. Um, and then you transition into an elemental Murloc build from there. Uh, also, beasts you can do stuff with because you can, you know, kind of play with Mama Bear and, and buff beasts really big or the Reborn. Um the other thing is actually dragons. You could buff up some stuff and then sell on cro- Chromie and then put her back in the shop every time. I haven't done that yet, but I think that could be a thing. Yeah. There are there are a bunch of different ways to use Jandis, but yeah, it's, I could easily see some lobby-specific armor adjustments. It's, it seems like they're just adding a lot more granularity to the game, and if you look at almost all the armor tiers, are very few are under 10 armor. Very, very few. So when they say they're changing base health totals, 
don't view it as they're trying to necessarily make the game faster. They're just trying to give themselves mm-hmm. more tools to work with so they can go under 40 for, say, scabs at 9. Yeah. Uh, I And Millhouse Manastorm at 8 armor. Yeah. So that's what I've been trying to explain to people. Like, the game is not going to go slower or faster. In general, most heroes have 30 health plus at least 10 armor, which is the 40 that we've talked about in the past. There are, I believe, three or four heroes that are under 10, that being Cookie, Gab's Cutter Butter, um, I think Galewing maybe. Galewing and Millhouse. Millhouse, yeah. So there's very few under 10. So they're saying these uber powerful minion or heroes, we're going to make them have slightly less than 40 health. We'll give them 38 or 39. And then everyone else has more. But actually, the other thing is, I kind of like that they made it 30 instead of 35. Because they could have said, okay, we're going to have 35 health and add armor from there. But instead, they went to 30. And I like that because once you lose all your armor, you can say to yourself, I can die in two turns. Right? Because there's a 15 damage cap until eighth place dies. So with that, you can say, once I hit lose all my armor, I can technically die in two hits. So I think that maybe is why the 30 health is there, or at least that's how I like to look at it. I hadn't thought about that, but it makes a lot of sense, and it seems clever, so I'm going to assume it was intentional. Yes. Yeah. Let's give the credit to the devs. Exactly. Yeah. And this is it's just kind of a... I didn't expect changes this significant halfway through a season, uh, but they're trying stuff out. Remember that like quests were such a huge deal. Buddies were, were a thing, but quests, I think, had a really, really positive reaction up front, brought a lot of attention to the mode, and the two months without some kind of meta progression between turns felt kind of weird to me, felt like something was missing. So I'm glad they're bringing buddies back, but I didn't expect all these changes along with them. It seems like they're just making a lot of adjustments to give themselves more control. Yeah, I mean, so they changed the way buddies work. There used to be only three tiers of buddies. I think buddies were tier two through four before. Now they can be anywhere between one and six. Though I don't yes. think we have a six drop buddy. Uh, Let me look at this handy dandy table, but I don't think so. Like we'd I don't think them. so. I think they're saying allowing for it, like they have it in the system, but I don't think there is one yet. Uh, so I like that they have more tiers because that's better for adjustments to making things um, balanced. And they added the buddy button. So if you want to get your buddy instead of waiting on this meter to randomly fill up, hopefully, and not hit that 99%, you get to use. Uh, your decision on when you want to hit the button, which is, you know, that's a skill cap there in itself. Like, do you want to spend eight gold on your buddy or are you going to wait for it to be three gold or lower because that's the cost of a minion? Yes. So the way that this system works, it's there's a cost to buy your buddy with a button next to your hero instead of the meter. It starts at, it's based on your your hero's tavern tier is where it starts. Uh, it can be as cheap as 11 gold or as high as 21 with a six-tier buddy, which you're correct, there's none in the game yet. If you win or tie, it goes down by three gold. If you lose, it goes down by two gold. And then after you buy the first time, then it resets and it costs a couple more gold for the second button because it gives you two of them. So you can get your golden if you keep your buddy. So the cheapest buddy will start at 11 gold on turn one. 
You win turn one, it goes to eight. You win turn two, it goes to five. You can you can buy that pretty fast. Whereas if you have a high tier buddy at tier five, it starts at 19. So you're looking at a few turns before you can afford that. Uh, but it's much more transparent, much easier to understand, explain, and plan for. Because the buddy button, I don't even remember the four conditions. There's what, winning, combat, killing minions, popping divine shields? Yeah, it was killing minions, popping divine shields. The people were staying on one so that they could have a bunch of minions die. And every time a minion died, it would go up a little bit more. And they needed to win. And then, but also there was a, it was random. Because it was like every time a minion died, you'd gain like one to two kind of thing. Like it wasn't always exact amounts. So that's why a lot of the times it would get people to 99%. And people mm. get really frustrated. And we all know from from Bob's buddy, people love 99% where they don't win. They love that. <laughs> yes. So this is, well, it's simpler. I mean, how has it felt to play with for you? You can really plan for this a lot more. And get an idea what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's frustrating at times when you're like, oh, I should have won the last round and I didn't. And now my buddy is one more gold. But you could definitely plan way better. Uh, and you, I mean, there's times where I'm like, oh, spending eight gold for my buddy here is totally worth it. And there's other times where I'm just like, oh man, I've got to wait for this to go down to virtually nothing. And then you have to think about, well, I need to click the first buddy sooner than later, because then I need to get my next buddies online to get those scaling down in cost. So you don't want to wait too long for your first buddy. So there's a lot to think about. I haven't talked to any other pros on like their thoughts on how soon to click the button. I think it definitely depends per hero. Um, but I, I am interested to see other people's tactics. I need to start watching other streams this weekend to see what everyone's doing with this button. Yeah, it's it sounds a lot more dynamic than before where you either like went to the tank and did arcane chalkboard math or you just said screw it I'll get it when I get it. This seems like there's some real pivoting here. I think one of the bigger concerns about the first time buddies were around, you know, people liked it up front, but it kind of got a combination of overwhelming and stale pretty quickly when you ended up having a lot of the same plans and also you had to know all the different buddies in addition to the different heroes. So whenever you picked a hero, you would play it the same way and whenever you faced a hero, you had to know what they were doing. I wonder if this particular implementation, with the amount of, of just decision-making you talked about already, do you think this will be less stale? Do you think it'll last a little longer in terms of shelf life? Yeah, I do, because, I mean, there, there's a lot more to tweak to keep things balanced, and they found other ways to keep things balanced, which is nice, because I feel like before, people just figured out all the broken buddies and just stuck with them, where, okay, now they have more balancing techniques because they can make one to six tiers instead of two to four and adjust the maybe initial cost of the button, stuff like that. So I just think it's a lot better now in terms of balance and therefore people are going to play a lot more things. Therefore, they're not just going to rely on certain broken uh, techniques. But they also implemented certain cards no longer have battle cries. Battle cries were really broken with buddies when you found a brand. And so mm -hmm. for those broken ones they deleted the battle cry word and you use choose one or they some of them they 
instead of having battle cry, they had it on the sell. So when you sell your minion, you get something instead of on a battle cry. So I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, like they had to add buddies for all the heroes that didn't have one. But yeah, I'm looking. There are a lot of death rattles, a lot of triggered abilities, some avenge mechanics, uh, and some total reworks as well. A lot of yep. these just are different. And it's crazy, like, I've been playing nonstop for, what, three days now, and there's so many heroes I still haven't got to play. There's some heroes I've played five times, and there's some heroes I've never played. Like, I haven't got to play Patches yet, and I love Patches Battle, or um, Buddy. I haven't got to play Putricide. Putricide has a new Buddy and looks super interesting to me, and I haven't got seen Putricide yet, and I'm so sad. Death Rattle summon a random undead creation. Oh, boy. Yeah. I wonder if that has random tears. People are sure going to love another gas coiler. going to love that. <laughs> right? I mean, he looks so fun, and I can't... I haven't gotten Petricide offered yet. And I see what you mean with, like, Gallywix's buddy. Give a minion... Mm-hmm. It's choose one, give a minion plus one attack for each gold you spent this turn, or one health. I think that used to be just battle cry plus one, plus one for each gold you spent. Yep. And so if you used it with Bran, you would get 2-2 two, two for each health, what, what you spent. And so, like, recently, I'm, I'm trying to just give attack or just health. And it, you, you have to think about this way more is way less busted than it was in the past. Also, Ticketus, the Ticket Collector, is now on sell. Mm. Like, when you sell the minion, you get the Discover a prize. Or before it was a battle cry, so you could get two prizes. That makes me sad, but it makes sense. Same with uh, Yogg-Saron. No more, like, stacking spins forever. Like, you can't just spin the wheel yeah. over and over again. It's, it's like, I think there are a few less Trollden highlights here. A few less clips. But overall, yeah. it's probably healthier for the game. And also, these changes just kind of, they make sense, and they're things that, like, players think of. Just saying, I wish this card didn't work with Brand and it would be fine. They were like, okay, let's do that, and they just did it. They still left a couple broken ones, so that was nice of them. Like, they sure. left uh, Sir, Sir Finley, still is a battle cry, so you can still get a ton of uh, buddies through Sir Finley. Oh, yeah, that's but, right. Yeah, because Sir Finley is battle cry, get the buddy of the hero you picked so if you have it with brand then you can get more of them not quite friend of a friend level but still pretty powerful no i mean etc is the friend of a friend that we never expected he is it's he's in a band so like it's not friend of a friend he knows a guy that's that's what etc is true he's the manager right (laughs) he is so his hero power this is the new hero etc is hero power for gold. Sign a new artist. You discover a buddy. It unlocks a tier two. So you can't do this on one and then press the button for whatever reason. And then you just discover a buddy. It has the same limitations as friend of a friend. I forget what those were, but you just you can't pick anything that breaks the game, basically. Well, so friend of a friend basically so limitations to ETC is saying we're not gonna offer you a buddy that only works with specific heroes. Uh for example, so Cariel's buddy, Cariel's buddy, Cariel's buddy says like, we will give one attack or one health to your hero power. 
So that should not be offered to ETC, but it is a bug and is offered to ETC right now and they're fixing it. <laughs> it's not been fixed yet. So, but yeah, so he should only be offered buddies that work for any hero. And uh, he could do some kind of broken things uh, if you haven't discovered yet. One of the first broken things you should try and do is get Elise's buddy from ETC. So ETC's hero power costs four. Elise's buddy is reduce your hero power by two. So now his hero power costs two. Just permanent reduction? It's a permanent reduction. Oh, boy. So now his hero power costs two, meaning you're getting a minion for two gold. Minions cost three, so you're already making yourself an economy hero at this point. If you get another Elise, now your hero power is free and you're getting a free buddy every turn. Can you imagine a free friend of a friend every turn? Like, it's insane. I would um, like to do that. I'd like that. I'm going to go play BG Slayer and do that. <laughs> Elise is a very, very powerful minion to get with ECC early. Uh, highly recommend. Yes, I would like to do that. But yeah, it, it makes sense that like... Gale Wings, buddy, your flight pass triggered twice. If I don't have flight pass, I don't yeah. need that, buddy. Um, oh, no, yeah, those won't get offered to you. So, and there are also, there are a bunch of hero power reworks. There are a bunch of new minions, too. The The hero power reworks, are actually only two. There's, oh, Shutterwalk. Man, they re oh. redid Shutterwalk again. I mean, this has also been a high MMR hero forever. Uh, yes. Where they got rid of the Shutterlings, finally. They just said, you know what, we're going to stop trying to tweak that. It's zero gold trigger friendly battle cry. That's it. Yep, and it still doesn't work in a in a beast lobby because of the alley cat craziness. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's a shame because uh, shutterlings are really cool, but they could be super overpowered. But then I, I don't know. He's been a hard one to manage, and I totally get that. I haven't got to play him yet, so I I don't I don't really know how good his new hero power is. So. When you're when you're streaming, do you try and pick heroes that you haven't played before, or do you like see a Don Grasper or Scabs and you're like, well, I have to pick this now? It's a mix. Like if I know, oh, this could be a good YouTube video, I definitely would pick it because I'm like, oh, this is interesting. But if it looks boring, then I'm like, I'm not gonna pick a boring hero, even if it's new. Like I'm not gonna, you know, it's a fair mix. I'm looking at statistically what's best right now these were not the heroes i expect to be the best looking at just top 50 percent the top five heroes right now scabs number one bagelsworth number two dino tamer bran lord jaraxxus and don grasp huh. um yes the scabs right now is really good because he can steal from ETC. Anything that can steal from ETC is really good. Oh, <laughs> uh, so a friend of yeah. a friend of a friend. Exactly. So Tess and Scabs are in a really good boat right now. Um, I would move it up to the top 20% if I were looking at the top heroes. Because a lot of times in the top 50%, you'll see heroes like Jaraxxus who like yeah. lead you in the correct direction. And he dropped out at top 20% and swapped with Shutterwalk, who was fifth place at top 20%. Oh, I haven't played that yet. Yeah. Looks like uh, Shutterwalk, they, they're saying demons is the best composition. That's, I guess you just snack constantly? You must, yeah. I mean, what else do demons do? They just snack. 
kind of their thing. They love, they love to eat. One well, too, the the shutter walks. Uh, Buddy makes minions in. Whenever you play a minion, a minion goes on to Bob's tavern with more stats, so that's more to snack on. And also the demon elemental crossover, the Felemental. That's probably really good to stack the battle cry on, isn't it? Because it buffs the shot. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I buy that. I see that. Fascinating. Yeah. Malagos really good. You can definitely see that. I had a first place game with Mr. Bigglesworth today. Yeah, he was yeah. good. It's he he uh, his buddy is a is a two tier two minion. That says at the start of your turn, you get a playing minion from the lowest health opponent's warband. So a tier two minion that gives you a free minion every turn seems to mm-hmm. be pretty strong. I wouldn't be surprised they just nudge that up a little bit because you don't even care what you get. It's just econ. Just a free free minion. It's econ. And then what happens is a lot of time the person with the lowest health is the greediest person. Oh. So you're hoping to get their greedy stuff. I see that. You know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, cat is powerful. And we, we should have, it doesn't seem like there's anything that's a major balance outlier right now, but the the window for them to balance uh, with a data-only patch will be next Thursday, a week from today. So it's entirely possible some of these get nudged, but also they do have a lot of ability to tweak things server-side, not Tavern Tears of Buddies, unless they want to leave visual uh discrepancies in the game because they've done that before whenever they had to change a buddy under the old system they could do it server side but it would show the wrong tier in the corner depends how okay they are with that they did the same thing with minions a couple times they just nudged them up and down but it shows up as one tier and then actually it costs another so (laughs) i don't see anything right now that looks like a crazy outlier but maybe there's some minions out there because i there are a lot of new minions too not just the buddies there are actually new minions uh there's one that makes your buddy cost less there's leeching fellhound tier three that costs health instead of gold to buy that's a fun new mechanic they're trying out i really like that one although it says cost health and it takes away armor so that's confusing but (laughs) oh so then it deals damage instead of instead of costing yeah it takes damage I think they should reword it, but... Yes. So, have any of the new minions stood out to you? You know, Dr. Boombox is really fun. Uh, that replaced Kaboombot, which was a staple in Battlegrounds, the 2-2 deal 4 damage. And now we have a 4-drop, 7-1, deal 7 damage to the two nearest enemy minions. So, it's powerful, but it's also tech. You could put it far right with Taunt, and it can deal with, like, Mama Bears or Barons that are on the far right. Um, and it's, it's a really good mid game card, which, or it could be a good tech. So I think that's a really interesting card. Also, Sly Raptor is amazing. It's the replacement for Savannah Hymane. Savannah Hymane kind of boring. Sly Raptor, really cool. Summon another random beast sets that's the seven, seven. Um, yeah, I, I really like Sly Raptor so far. First time I played with this. Drop to Cave Hydra. Love Sly Raptor. Big fan. Yeah. You can just all get like a 7-7 cleave out of nowhere. or It's it's fun with Frog Comp. So, yeah. It's Big interesting. Fan. I don't know how I feel about... What's the card called? It's like a Fireworks card. I don't know how I feel about that oh, one. Oh, Fireworks Fanatic. I played with it for the first time today. I didn't play with it for two days. And today I finally played with it a little bit. 
It's a strange card. It's, an, it's another new mechanic they're trying out. It's a tier 4, 4-3, four, no tag. Whenever you get a minion you already have, give your minions plus 1, plus 1. So this translates to whenever you buy or somehow generate a minion that matches something on your board, as soon as it hits your hand, your board gets buffed. So it's not whenever you play it, it's just whenever you add something to your hand that matches a minion you have in play. So I feel like this is going to be really powerful at lower MMRs that really value pairs and triples. Oh, those alley cats are going to be huge. That pa- that paired <laughs> exactly. alley cat they kept for like six turns, it's going to be like a 6-6. Six, six. It's going to be enormous. Yeah, because I find that lower MMRs, a lot of people are just really focused on tripling, so they're always trying to pick up pairs and they don't ever give them up at the point that they probably should give them up. Uh, so I could see him being very powerful there. Uh, I don't know in the long run how powerful he is. He replaced Rendell. I do miss Rendell. Yeah. So, and speaking of replacements, they also did try a little experiment for a couple weeks. We got our hammy back for just a minute. Hamul Rune Totem. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. he's gone again. They warned us. I miss yeah. him. Yeah, Hamul was great. Hamul, you know, he would refresh the shop with your minion type, and so it really helped out elementals and pirates. But um, unfortunately, he was just, it was just temporary. Would you prefer to have loved and lost than to have never have loved at all? Should they have not brought him back, or should they, like, yeah, what do you think? I'm glad they, they brought him back for a little bit just to play with, you know. They let us know early, like, he's, it's temporary. So it was fun to play with for a little bit. Would you want them to do this again? Like, there are a few minions I can think of that I'd be really curious to see where they would land. Like, Faceless Tavern Goer, (laughs) Arcane Cannon. Uh, I'd love to see where, like... Yeah! (laughs) Yep, Boat! How long has it been since we've seen a Boat? Maybe just bring back Boat and Original Pagel and just see what happens. They brought back a buoy with the, uh, (laughs) the, what's it called? The buddy for Jailer is basically a buoy. Or it's a... What, what's a, the the boat's sidekick? Uh, oh gosh. A I mean... A little boat that saves a dinghy. you. <laughs> a dinghy. They brought in a dinghy. Hmm. Was it actually... Was it called dinghy? I don't know. They should have named it dinghy. They should have. Um... Yeah, I'd be curious to see what ends up happening with some of these powerful older cards that we remember. Uh, you know, don't bring back Megasaur. Well, I mean, maybe try Megasaur, but probably don't. Probably don't bring back Holy Mackerel. But there are a few that I'd be interested in. Like, what would Elystra be like the- these days? Mm-hmm. What would she be like? Yeah, Elystra would be interesting. I'd like to see that. I Like, I kind of forgot about her era for a bit, and then somebody reminded me that she was released at 7-7. Seven, seven. like, holy hell, that card was nuts. <laughs> a big girl and she went back to 4-4 and then they just removed her she's off in tier 7 land yeah well before we get out of here a couple questions for those listeners that maybe haven't been as wired into BGs and are now going to try it out while they wait for the standard rotation I mean, those standards kind of interesting right now BGs like it's, I played a bunch of lobbies it's pretty fun what leveling curves do you think changed They like they moved the tavern tier 4 to 5 another couple gold again mm. um, and with the with the button, it works. It's not the same as the meter, but I feel like early games are going to be a little bit more varied now. What have you found yourself generally doing, and what advice would you give pe- to people that maybe haven't played in a bit to get their feet wet again? Okay, so for curves, I would say 
Right now, I've been sticking to more of a standard curve where you buy on one level on two. I've been, for the most part, being standard, but I guess some heroes are more specific. If a, a specific hero has its own leveling curve, sticking with that. Um, but I need to play with that a bit more. It's it's hard to tell at this point because the first few days of a meta, it's the Wild West. Like people are just going crazy. So I don't think it's really been determined yet what's a level. But you made a good point. Going from four to five is a lot harder now. Tier four to tier five, they increase by two gold. And so I find myself, when you get to tier four, to get to five, the next turn costs 10 gold. So sometimes if I feel strong, I just do it. I'm just like, that's my whole turn is just leveling. That's it. But I'm there. Because if I don't do that, then I get stuck on four forever. And I can't find a space to do it. Sometimes if you're that. just strong enough, you just got to go for it and go to five. I felt that in particular on Millhouse, I felt like leaving tier four just never happened. But if you're elementals, who cares? They improved tier four for with the new Beast Slayer Raptor with that new mech. There has been some improvement to tier four where you're like, okay, I could stay here. Beast or mechs are in. But if those aren't in, I would just level. <laughs> that makes sense. It, yeah. I, like, I, I guess if you really want refreshing elemental then maybe but even then you really want to access the higher tier alleys yeah yeah and then uh i don't know i mean i guess as far as just when to press the button it's going to be a pretty contextual question too right yeah it's it's it depends so much on the hero like in my mind i was like oh i'll press it when it's three gold because that's the cost of a minion there's so many times where you're like well the value of this would be so much better right away um, and so you might need to press it a little early. Like, for example, Bear Off. Bear Off's buddy gives you, every time you spend a gold, you gain a gold. So if you have five gold in your hand and the buddy costs seven gold, well, you can get all that gold back. You just press it right away. And then that way you can get your second and third buddy online faster. Um, or Silas. Silas's buddy now has this like cooking by the book effect where every time you discover a minion, it gains stats. So like, let's say you're about to discover a triple. Well, you want that to have more stats. So you should try to get the buddy down before it. So you might get the buddy a little bit sooner. Yeah. And I'm looking at like Azamat. Their buddy is Tamuzo, which is Azamat backwards. That's fun. Uh, <laughs> it, it has Avenge 2 upgrade... Uh, tentacular hero power by plus one plus one and the golden is plus two plus two earlier avenge minions snowball harder like we know this from how avenge has worked the entire time it's been in the game yeah so like a hero like this you might just stay on tier one and get a bunch of like undead minions with the um micro mummy or the two on taunt or icky imp or something yeah and then you can just more do a shiny curve with it get that and if you're doing that kind of curve, then you're going to be winning early games. Therefore, you're going to get to your buddy faster because when you win, the buddy uh, button reduces by three gold instead of by two gold. So yeah, it's I think every hero is so different. It's really hard to say. You really have to think about each one specifically. Well, you have convinced me the only solution is to go play a bunch of BGs. I know, I really want to play right now that we've been talking about it. Okay, well, 
We also have to let you go because you streamed for six hours today, and you should maybe see Squish every so often, and I'm sure the puppies want to go for a W-A-L-K. Oh, they can spell, so, you know, be careful. It's, they don't have headphones, so I feel safe. That's true. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. They're not listening. That's good. Yes. They'll listen <laughs> later as soon as they fix the background audio thing yes. on BGs. You know. Yes, exactly. Because I'm a Patreon member, so I get it early. Oh, look at you. Thank you for your support. You know, that was a great segue because we are supported by our epic patrons. And you can become a patron just like Slissa by going to patreon.com slash TAC. Gets you access to the TAC Discord as well as other perks. Really big thanks to our Patreon producers, Dustin C., Jared F. You can follow the show at TAC Podcast. Catch the show live. We're normally Wednesday nights at 8 Eastern. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in into this off time. And Slissa for being so flexible with the schedule. We'll have Josh back next week. She's doing all right. Uh, Slissa, where can we find you if for some reason we don't know where to do that? Uh, I stream every day on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Slissa, S-L-Y-S-S-S-A, three S's. And uh, also, you, you got it right. Did I? I, I, I lost track. <laughs> I can't count that high. Um, I have a YouTube uh, daily YouTube videos go out. Uh, YouTube is Slissa HS, and also Twitter. I love tweeting. I have an Instagram and TikTok as well. Those are fun, but I tweet all the time. So Twitter is Slissa. I opened your YouTube page, and you're just staring at me in that banner. That is that is an intense banner. <laughs> Made to made by uh, Team Liquid. Oh yeah, that's right, Liquid Sauce. Well, thank you so much <laughs> for coming on. For those of you looking for Joss, uh, Joss plays on Twitter, right here at Twitch.tv/slash Joss plays as well, and the Gamers in her general gaming podcast that comes out every week. And as for me, the hub of my content, Twitter.com/slash Ridiculous Hat. I also do two other Hearthstone podcasts, Coin Concede and Vicious Syndicate. Uh, so thank you everyone for tuning in for the BGs episode this week. I normally don't cross-plug too much, but if you are looking for more card coverage, Coin Concede is tomorrow. We're going to be talking a lot about Standard and a lot less about BGs, because that's my standard focus show. So it's a one-two punch this week. Check that out over at CoinConcede.com or Vicious Syndicate. If you are a high-legend gamer or you like to hear about that stuff, ViciousSyndicate.com. Uh, it's a data-driven look at the high-level High level legend meta game. I don't know how many S's were in that. But that's gonna do it for this week on the Angry Chicken. Thank you everyone for listening. Until next time, job's done. Job's done. Yay! Job's done.